Let me know if this sounds like you. You're a teacher who's at their wits end, burned out, or maybe you're just stressed to the max. You want to get on the road to burnout recovery, but you don't know what to do, how to get there, or if it's even possible. I hear you and I want to help, but we didn't get into burnout on the same path. So why should recovery be any different? That's why I wanted to share with you a brand new free resource that I have on my website. It's called the Personalized Roadmap to Teacher Burnout Recovery. In this quick, less than five minute quiz, you'll answer questions that will help identify your needs, your strengths, and your weaknesses. Once you've completed it, you will have access to the personalized roadmap to burnout recovery that's going to give you your next best steps to take on your recovery journey, packed with resources and support along the way. Head over to teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash quiz or head over to the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to see your action steps along the way. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to episode 22 of the Resilient Teacher Podcast. Have you ever had one of those moments or days where you just feel off? You feel like you should be excited or energized, but somehow you really just are not feeling it. Maybe you were super excited for a new initiative, but when it comes down to it, you're just like, blah. The biggest piece of our puzzle to sustaining our jobs as educators is our energy. And while it sounds woo-woo to say, energy is everything. It really is. Like, Quite literally, everything down to the atoms in our body, they all have energy associated with it. So in this episode, I want to talk specifically to those of you who are feeling a really low vibe or low energy and bring you that pep talk to get you back into a state of flow. So let's go. Hey there, and welcome to the Resilient Teacher Podcast, the podcast giving overwhelmed and burned out teachers inspiration, sustainable strategies, and reigniting passion for teaching. I'm Brittany, a special education teacher and teacher resilience and retention strategist, and I am on a mission to inspire educators to prioritize their mental health and individualize their self-care routines so that they can live a balanced, fulfilling life as an educator while making a bigger impact in their classrooms and communities. Each week, I'll be sharing tips, strategies, mindset shifts, and discussing hot topics in teacher resilience with other knowledgeable experts so that you can ditch the overwhelm, prevent burnout, and create the life you've been dreaming about. So let's get started, and let me remind you that you too are a resilient teacher. This episode is sponsored by Amari X and Happy Juice. One of the most not talked about factors of sustaining energy is setting up your body for success. Our gut is actually referred to as the second brain because there's scientific evidence to show that there's a line of communication transmitting directly between the intestines and the brain called the enteric nervous system. That is why it's important to give your brain and gut what it needs to reduce stress and stay energized. And why I started using Amari X Happy Juice, which is three products used in a drink form to boost mood and motivation provide overall health for your second brain, your gut, enhance mental performance, and provide the fuel needed for a highly productive day. While each of these products used separately have amazing benefits on their own, Happy Juice has truly provided me with the healthy energy that I need to get through my school day without that crash and jitters. I believe so much in these products that I partnered with Amari X to bring you the ultimate mental wellness products that are scientifically backed for healthy energy, stress reduction, and resilience. You can find out more at teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash mental wellness products to learn more and Use code 152817 to save $10. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to give a community reviewer of the week shout out to TCHHVKJBK. Whoo! 
who says, found this podcast through TikTok. After two years of teaching, I've experienced burnout and so much anxiety. Started listening, and in one day, my mindset completely changed for the better. I realized what I need to do to feel better and want to show up to work. This kind of review is amazing because obviously this type of mindset shift is one of the ways that I want to help teachers and support them in reigniting their passion for teaching. I, I don't think that listening one day is going to help shift your mindset continuously without the work attached, but to know that just listening to it for one day could really help motivate teachers is so powerful. Your reviews, your messages, your shout outs, your shares on social media really mean a lot to me. I love chatting with you guys and I want you to know that I read every single one. So if you're listening now, you like what you hear, go ahead and follow the show on your podcast player so you get alerted every time a new episode goes live and leave us a review and screenshot that episode that you're listening to so that other educators can find this podcast and get the support mindset and motivation that they need to prioritize their mental health and sustain their career in education. And in this episode, I want to talk about energy levels because they can really impact how we're able to show up in our classrooms, our schools, our communities, and even at home. And I want to bring you something that I came across, share with you kind of my spin on it, and then give you some motivation, validation, and shift to take into your week, especially if you're feeling like your energy levels have tanked. So recently, I was watching a story from one of my favorite teacher creators on Instagram, Meredith Newland, who you may know as the Transform Teacher or maybe the author of the book, Freed to Teach. But she was discussing how she was asked to cover a class while she was in the middle of a lesson due to the substitute shortages. She discussed how impractical it is that teachers in many school districts are asked to use their energy to cover classes without compensation. She went on to make a great point about how teachers often feel bad or guilty for saying no and pushing back to administration when obviously there is money allocated for subs that we are no longer able to obtain. And in order for us to really demonstrate our value, our importance, our need for additional energy, we need to change how we navigate this so that we can be used and compensated for the additional work that we do. And I want to share with you the gold that she shared and kind of give you my spin on it as well. She said, it's not just covering class. That takes energy, precious energy, energy that is vitally needed to focus, create dynamic lessons, give timely and thoughtful feedback, and a half a million other decisions that teachers have to make each day. Our planning period is when we can get into the flow and truly focus. It's sacred, quiet time to recuperate, to restore, to recalibrate. Every single teacher on this planet deserves this time every single day. Energy is everything to us as educators. It is not a fair exchange of energy to continually demand more and more of teachers without reciprocation or compensation. It is not only okay for teachers to say no, but it is imperative. Things won't change until we do. And honestly, all of that is completely true. When we don't have the energy we can succumb to burnout. We can continue to try to give and give with nothing left. But let's be honest here, that does not just impact us as educators. It doesn't just impact our mental health. It impacts our students. And I don't want to be cliche in saying this, but it is about the students. 
our burnout impacts our kids. And that's what people are not talking about. And just kind of piggybacking off of what Meredith said, last year in my school alone, we pushed back. We said no. We said we're not going to cover every classroom. And we gave intentional feedback to our administrators at the school and district level by saying, hey, our main focus is on the students in our classrooms, the ones that we are responsible for. We understand that there is a substitute shortage, but we need the energy for our students. We need to be able to meet their needs. So there needs to be something that's done differently. And you want to know what changed? Yeah, like obviously us as educators putting our foot down, but like also the administrators said, hey, they're right. There are many of them who feel the same way. So we need to change what we're doing. And they did. So this year we are offered $35 a class period for any class that we cover. And if we're a teacher who can't allot that time to cover, we don't have to. We are offered that opportunity. If we don't want to be on that short staff sub list, we don't have to be. And I think that's a huge demonstration of what we can do in numbers when we advocate for ourselves and for our students, that even when something's broken, we can demonstrate to those in charge that we need to find a solution that works for the problem, not just keep handing things off to our educators who won't hold true to their boundaries. We won't exploit their people-pleasing or perfectionistic tendencies. We will instead value them as educators. But if you don't have the energy, you probably won't be able to push back. Here's the thing about energy levels. When we are truly aligned to the things that bring us joy, happiness, and we are not just giving our energy for things that don't vibe with who we are or what we stand for, we end up having more energy. We feel better. I've said this before, but burnout doesn't really result from working too much. Burnout results from the misalignment between what we actually do, what you desire to do, and how many misaligned choices you've made over time that overwhelm you. So let's go a little deeper with this. You're a teacher, right? Well, I mean, duh. But you want to make an impact with your students. You enjoy making connections with your students. You enjoy watching them grow, creating engaging lessons, taking extra time to cover another class just doesn't align with what your values are. That's not what you desire to do. So if you take on that burden of covering a class for money, you're expending that energy to do what you desire to do. It's a misaligned choice. Spending energy to create a killer lesson that gets your students excited about your content, now that's an aligned choice. But when over time we keep making these misaligned choices, we're giving out our energy to the things that don't align with us, that don't put back into our cup, that drain us of the limited energy that we do have to do what truly gives back to us. Alignment is one thing that plays a role in everything. We are constantly aligning with the people we spend time with, some of whom we feel more connected to than others. We're aligning with our work. Sometimes it feels more consistent with our passions and our values than others. We're making decisions on a minute-to-minute basis about yeses and nos. And whether we're aware of it or not, one of the factors we are using as a gauge for decision-making is, in fact, alignment. Alignment is what truly creates the basis for setting authentic boundaries so that we can uphold our energy to do what we set out to do. When that fit is right, we feel whole, we feel connected, we feel happy, we feel at ease. And when that fit is wrong, we feel disconnected, we feel emotionally separated, we feel unhappy, we feel uncomfortable. 
And when we get into that stage in the game where we're feeling disconnected, drained, unhappy, uncomfortable, it means that it's time for us to get back into alignment. One way that I recommend for educators to get back into alignment is to connect to their authentic vision, becoming like hyper clear and aware of their unique vision statement so that they can align their actions to who and what they want to become. And I have a slew of resources, including the ultimate guide to vision planning. That is a free resource that you can grab at teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash vision or head over to the show notes. But for those of you who are listening in your car or on your afternoon walk, maybe even your lunch break between classes, here are just three questions that you can ask yourself or I really recommend journaling about it if you have the time to do so, just to start that inner work necessary to get back into alignment. Question number one, are you making decisions based on what makes sense externally or what feels right internally? Like you can always tell when your internal world is not aligned with your external world. We've all had that, like, we're not on the same page conversation with somebody in our lives, right? Sometimes you may not know the exact reason why something feels off. Like on paper, it seems great. You just got the teaching career you wanted, or you lead a conversation about being compensated for something you once were not. But inside, you can tell something is not quite right. And that something almost always reveals itself, which leads you to say, oh, wow, like, I guess we're not on the same page. You thought it was the money you needed that it would give you energy. But in the end, you might feel like, oh, I still don't have the time to do what I need to do. So it wasn't the money after all that would make you feel more appreciated. Maybe it was the time. Pay attention to those feelings, those big or small feelings of feeling off or just not on the same page, because those are our guides. That's our intuition. Nothing is more powerful than that. It is our inner guiding light that really allows us to recognize what's for us and against us. So by trusting your gut and following your instincts and following the things that do feel right, you're going to find you are aligned more and more of the time. Question number two, how can you align internally regardless of what's happening around you? So there are two types of alignment. You can feel aligned with your external life, like your job, the people around you, the choices you're making, or you can feel aligned within yourself. And it's one thing to have alignment with the external version of yourself, like your career, your job title, your relationship status, your financial well-being, whatever you're making on this day-to-day basis. This is something you can work on proactively by just continually making better and more aligned choices. But the big thing or the ultimate goal is to really feel aligned internally regardless of what's happening around you. This is often described as like being in the zone or in flow. So it's really focusing on your internal locus of control versus your external locus of control. And often people feel in the zone or in flow when they're engaged in creative activities, like listening to music or exercising. These are moments when we're fully connected to ourselves. And let's be honest, it, nothing really feels better than that. We can't always control our external circumstances. So we need to be more aware of our internal alignment as well so that that external isn't as profound in our minds. Question number three, are you spending time with people that align with your values and your aspirations? Here's the thing, being around certain people feeds your energy. You feel good when you're around them. You're energized as a result and you have more energy to share, but being around others 
that actually deplete your energy, you could feel drained after spending time with them. And often we're not even really aware of the impact. We just assume we're tired, which, you know, we probably are. If someone is consistently draining your energy versus feeding it, particularly like if you're spending a lot of time with a co-teacher who maybe is a negative Nancy, this is contributing to you being out of alignment. You want to pay attention to this. Spend more time with those that are energizing and less time or no time with those people who are depleting. We want to make conscious choices around this to conserve and fuel our energy. Whether we realize it or not, we are shaped by the people around us. And I've talked about this before, how we can unconsciously borrow beliefs from those people in episode 14. Consciously, unconsciously, we pick up everything from tiny mannerisms to fundamental life beliefs from the people that we spend the most time with. So it's really important that we start surrounding ourselves with people that we're inspired by, those that we admire, those people who have achieved things that we're looking to achieve and people who reflect the best part of ourselves. The downside of not doing this is meaningful. We might pick up bad habits and behaviors aligned with negative mental patterns and our goals might be limited. So this is why I talk about finding that supportive and positive community, whether that's in your school building online and why I created the Resilient Teacher Community on Facebook for us to have a way to connect further and surround ourselves more inspirational, admirable educators who are looking for ways to solve our problems, not add to them. If we want to be more inspired in our work, spending time with people who are passionate about theirs is really the key. It's incredible how this shift and again, awareness can meaningfully impact our feeling of day-to-day alignment and energy. The question really is, are we listening to those cues? So if your energy levels are low, it is likely that something in your life is out of alignment. There's always going to be ebbs and flows in our energy, and that can be impacted by our overall wellness, including our physical activity levels, our nutrition, our hormones, all of that. But sometimes it's a misalignment of our vision and our values and how we're actually showing up. And let me just tell you, it is okay for you to be out of alignment every once in a while. It is perfectly normal and no one is ever in alignment 100% of the time. Tony Robbins says, where focus goes, energy flows. So what are we focusing on? Are you focusing on all the things that are going wrong? Are you focusing on things you cannot control? Or are you making deliberate and intentional time to recognize when things are off and looking into how you can align to your unique vision? We need sustained energy in order to do the work that we do. We have to do this inner work in order to determine how we can maintain the levels of energy it takes to do what we have to do. We have to take this time to determine what is alignment for us so that we can continue combating burnout, recovering from burnout, and even for our well-being of our students. We have to surround ourselves with others of us. We have to see our vision to know when it's time to set an authentic boundary. You cannot do it all. So have grace with yourself. It is okay if something is not for you. We have the opportunity to change big things in education, like getting paid if we want to for covering classes or not. But the only ones of us who can make this change are the ones of us that have the energy to do so. So let me remind you, you are a resilient teacher. We're in this together. You've got this. 
Before you go, head over to teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash podcast to check out any links, freebies, and resources discussed in this episode so that you can start recovering from or preventing burnout and reigniting your passion for teaching. If you liked this episode and it helped you or made you think in any way, I know it will be for other educators too. So subscribe and leave a review so more educators can find this community as well. Did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the teachers in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to and tag me and post it in your stories. What do you say that we start creating a trail for more teachers around us so that we can start to make the change in the system of education, how teachers are seen and respected, and for ourselves? I look forward to connecting with you more on Instagram at Teaching Mind, Body, and Soul or TikTok at Miss Princess Teach. I am always looking for an excuse to chat more about burnout, resilience, and teacher support. I'll see you in the next episode.